0: Hi, welcome to The Road Least Travelled. My name is Suli and I'm your host. In this podcast, I share with you what I've learned from my journey of self-awareness and spiritual awakening, and also some simple and practical tips to help you in your own journey. So stay with me. Let's work this thing out together. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Here's something by Dr. Seuss that I really want to share with you. Today, you are you. That's truer than true. There's no one alive who's youer than you. Sometimes when I compare myself to others, I feel slightly discouraged. And if I don't put a stop to it immediately, it spirals. And then I feel like a total failure and a waste of space, you know. And then I tell myself, I'm not Joe Rogan and I never will be. And Joe Rogan is not me. There are certain things I can do that he can't. And that shifts my focus out of who I'm not and towards who I am. It's very important that we keep reminding ourselves of this. It's difficult to think that way when we don't value ourselves I know because I've been there. So whatever you think is better than you, focus on what you can do that they can't. Hell, even Mr. Zuckerberg can't do certain things that you can. It's not comparing yourself to that person. There's a very subtle difference here. You focus on what you can do better without judgment. That's not a comparison. It's acknowledging a fact. If you haven't noticed, I'm not all the way up there on the spiritual ladder, okay? God forbid, should I be there, I'd be even more incorrigible. However, there is one thing I can do better than many elevated spiritual gurus, and that is, I can articulate better than them. I can bring those experiences and suggest solutions in a way that's more practical in this, in this modern day where spirituality is just getting so much harder to achieve thanks to rampant capitalism and the media brainwashing us, I know, I wasn't born to be the next Dalai Lama. I am just a bridge between the spiritual and material worlds. That's my lot in life. I accept it and I try to do my best within my capabilities. Anyone that doesn't resonate with what I do can go ahead and find someone else to resonate with. Those that find value in what I bring to the table, even if it's only a handful of people, I'm okay with that. Because I know who I am, what I'm good at and what I'm not good at. But to be honest with you, to simplify all this, just be who you are. Get out of the way of who you are and you'll be fine. Because there's nobody on Earth, not one of 8 billion people on this planet, does you better than you. Being who you are is your only real currency, the only thing that gives you true joy, whether you engage in quote-unquote selfish endeavours, or if you serve others, I think the idea of serving others as a way to gain fulfilment is overrated. If serving others is not your cup of tea, then don't do it. Don't feel guilty. Because my opinion, and this is only my opinion, yeah is when we sort out our crap, when we do the journey of self-awareness, when we heal ourselves, As cliched and tired as it sounds, we collectively heal the world. So don't look outside yourself. You know what? And I hope you don't mind me being blunt. Helping others as a way to fill a void in us is driven by the ego. Now, I'm not saying that it won't eventually bring you peace and true happiness. You do you, okay? All I'm saying is be aware that it might be ego-driven. Don't get defensive. Be open to the possibility. That's all I'm asking of you. Helping others when we've already healed ourselves is a total pleasure. It's like living on a tropical island with endless margaritas. I get immense pleasure from doing my little podcast to my small number of loyal listeners. And I don't care about how many are not listening and how many find me annoying as hell. I care about the small number of listeners I do have. because. I'm not begging to help you. (laughs) Oh, dear me. But I am asking one favour. Are you liking this episode? Well, leave a rating then, dammit. Don't be selfish with my love. Share it so others can feel as good as we do. Oh, by the way, a few of my lovely listeners are holding me accountable for my promise to update you guys on how Aggie is doing. If you're new here, Aggie is one of my dogs who had surgery a few weeks ago. She's still not completely out of the woods, but uh, she's recovering. There are swellings that appear on the surgery site, and I apply a warm compress several times a day, an antiseptic on a very small, tiny little infection on her skin. Besides that, she's as happy as a lark singing to Julie Andrews. Now back to what I was saying, when we serve others begrudgingly, with the intention of healing ourselves, we might be able to achieve it. I'm not saying we can't. But why not heal ourselves instead? Because that's way easier than trying to heal the world outside of us. And if each of us does that, the world heals itself. One thing that used to annoy me is that most people tell me I'm lucky. I'm born under a lucky star, dealt with the best cards. Or or when I manifest something good, oh, that's just coincidence. Fuck that shit. Thanks, Mish. That felt good. If people tell you that, it's because they don't have the courage, the desire, and the willingness to work hard for what you have. They can't see beyond the surface, because inner work is invisible. But here's the contradiction. Inner work is damn hard, and yet, it can be the easiest thing in the world. How much easier can it be to just be you? Being you is the easiest thing, except we're so pumped up with the crap programming from society and from family that it's like chipping away all the solid, hardened crap that's covering us. It's like scraping away concrete with a a makeup brush. I don't know where that came from. I don't even use makeup. Do me another favour. Get a piece of paper and write down all your strengths your beliefs and your flaws. Now, totally be honest with yourself, okay? I mean, as humans, we're far too capable of self-deception. Really look into your flaws and weaknesses, but don't cheat, yeah? Your intention has to be genuine. Be honest and confront them. Then, don't think about them ever again. They'll go off by themselves. It's now time to focus only on your good points, okay? Where you put your energy is what grows, Your strengths, the good side of you, will grow and occupy more space so your weaknesses will shrivel and just eventually be pushed out. I love frangipani, especially the white ones. You know, they're extremely hard to grow because they're more susceptible to diseases and insect infestations um, more than the coloured variety. And for the first three years, my white frangipani was riddled with so many types of diseases. And I was obsessed with trying to cure it. I was so focused on the disease. I was constantly checking online about frangipani trees. And one day I just got so fed up. I got onto a ladder and I snipped off as many leaves as I could. And then I thought, hey, hey, wait, but almost all the leaves are diseased and the healthy ones won't last because there were so few of them. But you know, I did it anyway. Snip, 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 snip. And soon, the healthy leaves outnumber the diseased ones. And now, it's completely disease-free. You see, all it takes to start is for you to focus on one thing that you like about yourself. Surely you can find one thing. The focus and energy you put into that one thing, it's going to grow. And soon, you'll see more things about yourself that you like. And then, there's no stopping you. It doesn't help that the world at large admires skills and talents and material achievements. So is it surprising that so many of us feel inadequate? To be you, you have to look beneath the surface, beneath all those distractions. You have to look within. That's where you find the real gem inside you. It's not about external achievements. It's not even about talents and skills. Those are so small compared to the uniqueness of you. Embracing our uniqueness and living by our values and beliefs, no matter what others think, is the greatest achievement. So write down your values and beliefs, then live by those values. Commit to them, because those are guaranteed to take us through life. Money is not, marriage, relationships, friendships, even our health is not guaranteed, but our values are. It's okay if you change your mind further down the road, you know five years from now, 20 years from now, it doesn't matter. Commit to them for now. Really doesn't matter if you change your mind. Don't think that you have to be perfect about what your values are and you have to decide now because it's it's gonna last forever. No, No, it's not gonna, you know, the values, the specific values, they don't last forever. But your commitment to your values, regardless of how you change them, regardless of how you adapt to new circumstances, your commitment to your values, that is the guarantee. I'm not talking about specific values. I'm talking about your commitment to your values. So what if you change your mind sometime down the road? You would have learned something, wouldn't you? And from what we learned, that's how we, you know, fine-tune our values. So don't worry if you don't know what they are. And don't worry that they, they're not going to last until the day you die. Of course they're not, because we learn. The wisdom that we have tomorrow is going to just, you know, make whatever we believe in today obsolete. That's, that's growth. My friends are always asking, are you still traveling? When's your next trip? I haven't traveled in more than 10 years, you know, believe it or not. It's quite amusing that people still see me as a traveler And oh, once someone asked me if I missed traveling, and I blurted out spontaneously something that really surprised me. I said, nowadays I find my internal world so much richer. Where the F did that come from? Divine intervention. I don't know, but the moment you decide to be you, you'll discover how very vast your internal landscape is. And and no, I don't miss traveling. Never thought I'd say this you know, as someone who travelled the world extensively, and I had so many wonderful experiences. But I reached a point where I found myself asking, now what? Where to now, Captain? And that was the beginning of the road least travelled for me. And I assure you, it's the most... Actually, I can't find a word to describe it. It's exciting, it's rewarding, it's not always pleasant but I'd say it's a journey of a lifetime. I've been to... <laughs> this This song just came to my mind, and I'm really restraining myself from belting it out. <laughs> and it goes something like this. I've been to Georgia and California. I've been to Nice and the Isle of Greece while I sipped champagne on a yacht. I've been undressed by kings and seen some things that a woman ain't supposed to see. I've been to paradise, but I've never been to me. That song was very controversial because, you know, it can be seen as sexist and some people found it offensive. But, you know, do check it out and just take, just take what resonates with you, okay? It's quite meaningful if you take it in good faith. So today, you are going to be you, all right? Always, always. Always remember, the moment you wake up, (laughs) I feel another song coming, the moment you wake up till the moment you fall asleep, remember that the best part of you, the only part that matters, the part that wins every race, that scores more goals than anyone else, the part that shines brighter than all 8 billion people on earth, is the uniqueness of you. And don't you dare forget that, okay? I love you guys. I really do. See you next week then. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. If you found this of value, please follow and share it.